other team know what blood-curdling screams that our metal band. But when metal bands shout, Go! What they mean, we all know. We've got no place to go. The Astrodome in Houston, Texas. It's the New York Mets meeting the Houston Astros in a Sunday doubleheader. Rheingold brings you National League Baseball with the New York Mets. Rheingold, New York's best-selling beer, and what a remarkable thing that is. In New York, a city of so many different people with different tastes. One beer has become the favorite. Rheingold. We don't know why, but we must be doing something right. Today's game is also brought to you by WGY, your sports station for the Great Northeast. WGY brings you the full schedule of Mets regular season games live from major league parks throughout the country. Well, hi everybody. This is Bob Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson greeting you from the Astrodome in Houston in the broadcast of today's doubleheader between the Mets and the Astros. The pitchers in the first game of today's doubleheader. For the visiting New York Mets, making his Major League debut as a starter, 19-year-old rookie right-hander Nolan Ryan. And on the mound for the Houston Astros in the first game of today's doubleheader will be veteran right-hander Bob Bruce. We'll be posting the starting lineups and the batting orders and getting underway with a play-by-play in just one moment. Garden is out to get you. She thinks she's out to get a bargain on towels with a neighbor, but she's out to get you. Elaine, I understand they have a really good buy on bath towels. And you know the way those kids go through towels. It's almost unbelievable. I know what you mean, Harry. It's the same thing at our place. And while we're there, I'd like to look at some of their bedding. Charlotte says she's never seen nicer things, and so reasonable. I can hardly wait to get there. You know what a bargain hunter I am. Mary's been driving for a mistake until today. Now, Mary's mistake becomes your mistake, too. Tens of thousands of good drivers like Mary Harden make a fatal mistake every year, and any one of them can share that mistake with you. You can't prevent the other driver's mistake, but you can be prepared to avoid the consequences. Wherever, whenever you drive, expect the unexpected. Watch out for the other guy. As the Houston Astros take the playing field for the batting orders and lineups, let's check in with Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob, leading off for the Mets, Bud Harrelson playing shortstop. Batting second, playing second base, Chuck Hiller. Batting third and playing third base, Ken Boyer. Ken has hit in ten consecutive games. Batting fourth, playing right field, Al Luplo. Batting fifth, playing first base, Ed Cranepool. Batting sixth in center field, Cleon Jones. The seventh batter will be the left fielder, Larry Elliott. Batting eighth and catching Jerry Grody. And the pitcher, Nolan Ryan, batting ninth. And now from Houston, Texas, our national anthem.
Astro Dome in Houston, Texas, our national anthem. For the Houston Astros, they are three and a half games ahead of the Mets. The leadoff batter will be the center fielder, Rock Davis. Batting second and playing shortstop, Sonny Jackson. Batting third and playing second base, Joe Morgan. Batting in the cleanup position, playing first base, Chuck Harrison. Batting fifth in right field, Rusty Staub. The sixth batter will be the catcher, Bill Heath. Batting seventh, playing third base, Bob Astromonte. Batting eighth and playing left field, Norm Miller. And the pitcher, Bob Bruce, batting ninth. So the Mets taking on the Houston Astros. They have played 11 times this year. The Mets have won eight games. The Astros have won three. Right here in Houston, inside, the Mets have won three of five games played. That's with a chance to take a season series for the first time this year in this three-game series. Make it a four-game series with two games here today. And following with a game on Monday and Tuesday, both at night. Now for the play-by-play -play as the game gets underway, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, thank you very much, and hi, everybody. Leading off in the game, switch hitter Bud Harrelson. We start the afternoon in the National League pennant race, the Dodgers lead. The Pirates, two and a half games back. The Giants, three games out. Veteran right-hander Bob Bruce delivers, and Bud Harrelson, bluffing at a bunt, takes inside ball one. This afternoon, the Giants are at home at Candlestick Park, opening a four-game series against Pittsburgh. The Dodgers at home at Dodger Stadium, meeting the Philadelphia Phillies. And the fastball is on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Setting up the Astros defensively, Chuck Harrison is the first baseman. Joe Morgan playing second. Sonny Jackson at short. Bob Aspermati at third. Ground ball bounced right at Joe Morgan. A big hop. And he pegs to Harrison, retiring Bud Harrelson. Now Chuck Hiller stepping in. Chuck batting at 3.07. In the outfield for the Astros... The left fielder is rookie Norm Miller. The center fielder is rookie Brock Davis. Around and right field, Rusty Stott. Bill Heath behind the plate and on the mound, right-hander Bob Bruce. Hot summer day in Houston, but delightful here in the Astrodome, which is completely air-conditioned. Now the pitch on the way. A grounder hit down to first, a big hop for Harrison. He'll take it himself, two men down. Ken Boyer. Ken batting at 270 is riding a 10-game hit streak. 14 home runs and 61 runs batted in. Ken the team leader in runs batted in. 19-year-old rookie right-hander Nolan Ryan, the Mets pitcher in the first game today. Now the fastball is over, strike one. It is still too early in the afternoon for the two key games on the West Coast. A smash toward the hole, one-handed by Aspermani. Throw to first, and Boyer is out. Beautiful play by Aspermani, the Houston third baseman. Lunging off to his left, he came up with that offbeat hop. Bad retire. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. In the middle of the first, the Mets nothing, and the Astros coming to bat. Did you ever stop to think of how many lonesome travelers there are here in yonder and... How thirsty they get. Well, I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I've been traveling all. 
From California to New York, the American folk singer travels here and yonder, carrying with him the music of the whole world and its peoples. And sometimes when the traveling gets thirsty, he puts down his guitar and accompanies himself with a cold beer, maybe Rheingold. And in New York City, where more songs and travelers stop than anywhere else in the world, more people buy Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe it's the Oregon hops we use. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. Now the last of inning number one, on the mound for New York, right-hander Nolan Ryan. Nolan is from Alvin, Texas, about 20 miles south of Houston. His family will be here watching him making his major league debut as a starter. Nolan is a slender right-hander who has come a long way in a hurry. He was signed out of high school last year by Met Scott Red Murph. He spent two months at Marion, Virginia in the rookie league. Then this year he pitched for Pete Pavlik at Greenville in the Western Carolina League where he was 17-2. and two. He was moved up to Bill Verdon's Williamsport Club in late August, August 25th. He won none and lost two after being moved up, but had an ERA of 0.9. Brock Davis leading off, and the first pitch of fastball is outside ball one. This young man's strikeout record has been phenomenal. This year in the minor league, he struck out 307 men. Now a swing and a miss. It's one ball and one strike. He struck out 307 men in something like 201 innings. Now the windup and the pitch by Nolan Ryan, and it's a wild one, sailing all the way to the backstop, two balls and a strike. Nolan Ryan signed right out of high school in Alvin, Texas. He relies on a fastball, a curve, and changeup. His strikeout pitch is his fastball. He has been working on turning over a sinker. And was saying that as he warmed up before the game, if he felt like he had one going, he'd use it. Fastball high, three and one. This is his second outing in the major leagues. He was used two innings in relief against the Atlanta Braves at Shea Stadium. In the two innings, he struck out three, gave up one hit. That was an opposite field home run by Joe Torrey. Now the 3-1 delivery. And it's outside ball four. And Brock Davis reaches on a walk. Sonny Jackson, the shortstop, hitting at 291. Sonny Jackson, the rookie shortstop, <coughs> beg your pardon, has stolen 44 bases. A Baltimore chop, it'll be hard to throw him out. No play. Everybody is safe. Took a high hop off home plate, and by the time Harrelson got a glove on it, in behind the mound. He had no chance. So it's an infield hit for Sonny Jackson. And Nolan Ryan finds himself in a jam here in the opening inning. Now the hitter is Joe Morgan, the second baseman. Morgan hitting 289, has five home runs and 36 runs batted in. He was named with the National League All-Star team but had to miss the game due to an injury. Morgan, left-hand hitter, and Nolan Ryan in a jam here on the first. 
The slender right-hander checks the runner. Now the pitch on the way, and it's low ball one. In the National League, the Chicago Cubs lead the Cardinals 2-1 after 4.5 on a two-run homer by Ernie Banks. The Reds and Braves are 3-3 after 2.5. He holds up on the swing. The fastball is over. One ball and one strike. The big games are on the West Coast. The Pirates playing in San Francisco. The Phillies in Los Angeles. In the American League, Cleveland nothing. Detroit nothing at the end of three. The Yankees two and the Twins nothing after 5.5 with Fritz Peterson on the mound. Now the pitch to Morgan, a high pop foul coming back toward the crowd. No play for Jerry Grody. Ball lands on the screen out in front of our broadcast microphone. In the completion of the suspended game in Washington, the A's beat the Senators 3 to nothing. Krauss was the winner. Now the regular game, no score at the end of an inning and a half. Odom against Ortega. The Angels lead the Red Sox 4 to 1 at the end of four. Rubio pitching for the Angels. Sheldon has relieved Lombard. And the Orioles lead the White Sox 2-1 to at the end of four with Wally Bunker pitching. Now way inside and low, it's 2-2. Two and two. At the end of the third quarter at Shea Stadium, the New York Jets lead the Houston Oilers 38-13. And Joe Namath has thrown five touchdown passes. Now Nolan Ryan checks the runners. The pitch outside and high ball three. And he's a pitch away now from loading the bases. He throws hard. And if he's a little bit jittery here at the start, it certainly is understandable. The age of 19 with only one full year in baseball behind him. He's just starting a major league ball game. The 3-2 delivery. The runners go and it's lined in the center field for a base hit. Davis around third is scoring. Racing around third and now holding up. Here's Sonny Jackson. The Astros lead 1-0 on the run scoring single to center by Joe Morgan. Runners on first and third. Nobody out. And the cleanup banner, Chuck Harrison coming up. Harrison hitting 245. The end of the third quarter, the Buffalo Bills are leading the Miami Dolphins 51 to 10. In the NFL, the Eagles lead the Atlanta Falcons 3 0 at the end of the first quarter. The Steelers lead the Lions 3 0 at the half. Cleveland 17, Green Bay 14, a third quarter score. Now a foul ball back, no play. Washington nothing, the St. Louis Cardinals nothing, a first quarter score. Nothing yet on the New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys. Nobody out. Right-hand batter Chuck Harrison is the hitter. And Jack Hamilton has started to warm up in the Mets' bullpen. Now the pitch by Nolan Ryan. Foul ball whacked back upstairs. Strike two. Brock Davis, the center fielder and leadoff batter, opened the game for Houston in the last of the first inning with a walk. Sonny Jackson reached on an infield hit on a Baltimore chop. And on three and two, Morgan singled to center, scoring Brock Davis, and Sonny Jackson went from first to third. Now Nolan Ryan, with a two-strike count on Chuck Harrison, looks in for his sign. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's high, one ball and two strikes.
Rangers at first and third take a lead. Down comes the pitch. A long drive hit deep to left field, way back. Back to the wall goes Elliott, and he fangs off the wall for a base hit. Morgan is scoring. Morgan is on his way to third. Jackson has scored. In the second with a double to check out. The Astros lead two to nothing on the double off the left field wall by Chuck Harrison. Three hits in a row off Nolan Ryan. Astros in front now two nothing and they have runners on second and third. Nobody out. Houston wielding hot bats. They had 11 runs and 17 hits off Philadelphia yesterday. Now Morgan is on third, Harrison on second, and the hitter is Rusty Stott. Rusty's had a good year. Batting at 290 with 13 home runs and 79 runs batted in. Nolan Ryan into his windup, and the youngster's fastball is outside, ball one. Nuts getting Jack Hamilton warm in the bullpen. That double hit about five feet from uh, the bottom of the fence. And Larry Elliott wasn't back to the wall. So Ryan didn't get any help there. Now the fastball is outside. Two balls and no strike. The ball definitely could have been caught. Visiting ball club always has some adjustments to make when they come into the Astrodome. It's not why I like playing the game outside when you try to pick that ball up against that webbing. Now the 2-0 delivery. And the fastball is outside, ball three. So Nolan Ryan off to a rocky start. The youngster behind now, 3-0 on Rusty stop. Runners on second and third. Two runs are in and nobody out. The on-deck batter is the catcher of Bill Heath. 3-0 delivery. Fastball over, a strike three and one. Nolan Ryan is 6-1. He deals off the top. He has a nice-looking motion. Very smooth motion, Ralph, and he whips that ball hard. I'll tell you one thing, he's the best-looking pitcher that the Mets have had around. I don't know how long he'll last in this ball game, but he's got a future if he doesn't hurt his arm. Now time is called. Rusty Stav stepping up. Nolan Ryan into his windup. The 3-1 delivery. Fastball, it's over strike two, and he really hums that one in there. He really moves that ball. It's three and two. The thing about him that's so good is the fact that he does it with apparently little effort. It's a very smooth pitching motion, and he really hums it. Now three and two on Rusty Stam. Ryan over the head. Down comes the arm. A swing and a miss. He got him. He was behind Stop 3-0, and he came back to strike him out on three fastballs. That brings up Bill Heath. Bill Heath, batting at 3-0-7. He's been in 47 ballgames. John Bateman, the number one Houston backstop, probably will work the second ballgame. Nellie Fox coaching at first. Jim Busby on the lines at third. Now Ryan pausing to catch his breath for a moment. Moves into his windup and the pitch to Heath is low and outside ball one. Good play by Jerry Grody. That was that one got away from Nolan Ryan more than any pitch he has thrown. This is the first game of a doubleheader. Tug McGraw pitches in the second game. 
against Dave Justy. That's playing the infield end. And the pitch to Bill Heath. A fastball over at the letters. A call strike. One ball and one strike. Young Nolan Ryan getting Rusty Staub for his first major league strikeout. Staub has had a good year. He's sitting at 290 with 79 runs batted in. He struck out three in a two-inning release then against the Braves. Ground ball hit right through the middle by Bill Heath. One run is in, rounding third and heading home is Harrison. The throw coming in, not in time. And the Astros have four runs in. Bill Hayes taking that nice level swing, hit the ball right back up the middle against Nolan Ryan. Now the Astros have four runs in, and the batter is Bob Aspermani. Aspermani hitting 248, has eight home runs and 49 runs batted in. Nolan Ryan checks the runner at first, and the pitch to Aspro is a strike on the outside corner. Now Billy Hepler is warming up along with Jack Hamilton. Nolan Ryan up in pitching position. Down comes the pitch, and a curve is on the dirt, but blocked by Jerry Grody, and Jerry keeps the ball out in front of him. The battery in this ball game this afternoon for New York of Nolan Ryan and Jerry Grody is a Texas battery. Nolan from Alvin, Texas, about 20 miles south of the Astrodome. Jerry from San Antonio. Ed Greenville playing first and holding against the base runner, Bill Heath. one delivery, a swing and a miss on a curveball. It's one ball and two strikes. Nolan Ryan going out of his curveball after the Astros hit his fastball. Now Ryan checks the runners, the one-two delivery, a foul ball back into the screen. Standings, the New York Mets are three and a half games behind the Houston Astros. Houston gaining two games in the last one game in the last two days. They won yesterday as the Mets lost. Now it's fouled back up into the crowd, no play. quarter at Shea Stadium in the American Football League home opener for Weeb Eubanks, New York Jets. It's the Jets 52 and the Houston Oilers 13. Nolan Ryan checks the runner at first and he throws over to first base. Edging out first, down comes the pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him with a high hard one. Second strikeout for Nolan Ryan, and now coming up to hit is the rookie left fielder, Norm Miller. 
Miller is from Sherman Oaks, California, a suburb of Los Angeles. Originally signed by the Angels, drafted as a first-year player by the Houston Astros. He played at Oklahoma City in the Pacific Coast League this year and batted 241. Miller hitting left. Down comes the pitch by Nolan Ryan, and it's right in there for a call stretch. Previous years in the minor leagues, Norm Miller at 301 at Quad Cities, 289 at Amarillo. And this year played at Oklahoma City, so he's had three years in the minors. He hit a three-run homer against the Phillies yesterday. And the curve that's in the dirt gets away, and Bill Heath is moving on to second base. Wild pitch by Nolan Ryan. are in on four walks. There's been a walk and a wild pitch. Four runs in on four hits. There's been one walk, one wild pitch. Now with first base open, they'll intentionally walk Norm Miller and pitch to the Houston pitcher, Bob Bruce. The wild pitch created the open base at first. And Norm Miller now is receiving the intentional walk. There's ball four, and Norm Miller goes down to first base. Runners on first and second, two men down, and Bruce is the ninth man up in the inning. man up in the inning, right-hand hitter. Here's the pitch by Nolan Ryan, and it's fouled to back up toward the crowd and out of play. Bruce, as a hitter, has had three hits and 37 times at bat. Following today's doubleheader, Wes Western will be pitching Bob Shaw and Jack Fisher in the final two games of the series. A swing and a miss on a breaking ball, strike two. Doubleheader here today, night games tomorrow night and Tuesday night. Let's then we'll move on to Cincinnati to close out their road trip. Two runners take a lead, and the pitch to Bruce is fouled back up into the crowd. No play. the runners, the pitch to Bruce, another foul ball, this one right straight back into the screen. Houston four, New York nothing, we're in the last half of the first inning. Been a long first inning for the 19-year-old right-hander, Nolan Ryan. Now the pitch on the way, and the curve is over, strike three call. Well, he struck out three in the first inning, but before he could do so, nine men came up. Four runs scored on four hits. No errors, two left on. At the end of one, 
The Houston Astros four and the New York Mets nothing. Here are the warm-ups now for the key games on the West Coast of the National League. Pittsburgh and San Francisco, it'll be Woody Freiman, 11-8, against Gaylord Perry. Perry has won 20 and lost 7. And in the Dodger game for Philadelphia, Larry Jackson. For the Los Angeles Dodgers, left-hander Claude Osteen, trying for his 17th win of the year. Otherwise, in the National League, the Cardinals and Cubs are tied 2-2 two two after 5.5. The Cardinals have surged in, into a tie for fourth place with Philadelphia. Cincinnati and Atlanta tied 3-3 at the end of four innings. Let's return home for their last five games of the home season, starting Tuesday night, September 27th, when they open a two-game series against Chicago. By the way, for the members of the Met Fan Club, they'll be meeting with Cleon Jones on the night of the 27th in the special Met Fan Club room. On the 30th, they'll be discussing pitching with Bob Shaw, and on October 1st, outfield play with Al Luplo. For tickets just right to the Met Fan Club, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. Or pick them up at any of the Met regular ticket outlets. And if you wish to bring a used, not a broken toy, the Lady Met Club will send it to a needy child in the name of the player that you're visiting. Al Luplo is up against right-hander Bob Bruce as the game now moves to the second inning. A high fly ball hit to center field. Moving in is Brock Davis, the center fielder, and he puts it away for the out. One away, nobody on. Coming on to hit is Eddie Cranebrook. Eddie batting at 251. 15 home runs and 54 runs batted in. Eddie had four for five in yesterday's heartbreaking loss to the Giants. Final score from Shea Stadium and the home opener for the New York Jets. A tremendous performance by the Jets as they defeat the Houston Oilers. The final score, the New York Jets 52, the Houston Oilers 13. And it's a strike on the inside corner. Final score in the National Football League, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Detroit Lions 17-3. Wind up in the pitch by Bruce. A foul ball, a backup short our broadcasting booth and out of play. Minnesota Vikings are leading the Baltimore Colts. 22 to 10 at the half. The Philadelphia Eagles lead the Atlanta Falcons 13 to 10 going to the last quarter. They're in the last quarter with the Cleveland Browns leading the Green Bay Packers 17-14. to 14. The 1-2 pitch by Bruce is up high. It's 2-2 two two on Eddie Cranville. The 2-2 delivery, a ground ball hit hard right up the middle, a base hit by Eddie Cranville. Single to center by Eddie. One out and one on. Leon Jones comes up. You know, youth opportunity depends on education. The more you learn, the more you learn. So stay in school and prepare yourself for a really good job. You'll be glad you did.
Cleon waiting. Fastball is on the inside corner, strike one. Popped out of the glove of Bill Heath. Houston in front, 4 nothing. Crowd still coming in here in the Astrodome on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Ground ball is toward the hole and it's going through for a base hit to right. Crane's will around second is on his way to third. The throw by Staub is not in time. Eddie goes in standing up and the Mets have runners on first and third. Leon Jones, right-hand batter, hitting that grounder through the hole on the right side of the infield. The ball was not hit hard, but it was well placed. Just beyond the reach of Harrison and Morgan. Now Larry Elliott batting at 245. Larry has been particularly effective offensively against the Houston Astros. A ground ball, a foul, beyond the reach of Yogi and on down the right field line. Sign is going down to the bullpen now for Jack Hamilton to start warming up. The event the Mets get a big inning going and have a chance to put up a hitter. Jerry Grody is the on-deck batter. He's the number eight hitter. The runner goes, a swing and a miss, a peg to second, not in time, a stolen base for Cleon Jones, his 16th. second and third, one man out. Larry Elliott facing Bob Bruce. And now Bruce wants to talk to his catcher, Bill Heath. So while they are getting together near the mound, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast, WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The time, two minutes past four, the temperature 77 degrees at the Albany County Airport. Bob Murphy with Ralph Geiner and Lindsey Nelson from the Astrodome. Bruce delivers low and outside. One ball, two strikes on Larry Elliott. Larry Cantiel in the batter round now, waiting on the big right-hander, Bob Bruce. Eddie Crane Bull on third, Cleon Jones on second. A drive hit hard for a base hit to right center field. Crane Bull scores. Leon Jones is scoring. The play is going to second base. Not in time, and Elliott doubles two runs in. Larry Elliott doubling two runs home. Now Jerry Grody comes up. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's a strike on the inside corner. Against the Astros this year, Larry Elliott came into this ball game hitting 421. Danny Coons is starting to warm up, along with Don Wilson for the Houston Astros. And the changeup is inside, one ball, one strike. 
Let's get him back into it. Now trail four to two, and Jerry Grody is the batter with Larry Elliott on second. And a slow curve is over for a strike. It's two and two. Nolan Ryan is scheduled to hit next, but Jack Hamilton is getting ready in the bullpen. Let's now have three hits in a row off Bob Bruce. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He curved him out of there. Now Nolan Ryan is the scheduled hitter. the 41st birthday of pitching coach Harvey Haddix of the New York Mets. Now Johnny Lewis is coming out of the dugout and Johnny is going to bat for Nolan Ryan. Final score in the National Football League, the Green Bay Packers pulled it out, defeating the Cleveland Browns 21-20. The Browns were leading going into the last quarter. The Packers outscored the Browns 7-3 in the fourth and final quarter to win a thriller. Green Bay 21, Cleveland 20, that's the final. And the final at Shea Stadium, the New York Jets 52, the Houston Oilers 13. Now Johnny Lewis is the pinch hitter, batting for Nolan Ryan. Pitch by Bruce, a swing and a miss at a curve, and a throw to second base. Not in time, but Elliott just got back. Nolan Ryan is out of the ball game after pitching one inning, and even though he gave up four runs and four hits, he looks like quite a prospect. Changeup had a strike on the inside corner of the knees. Nolan Ryan, just 19 years old, very smooth pitching motion, and he throws the ball hard. Elliott on second, the two-strike delivery. Outside and low, one and two on Johnny Lewis. For the Astros, pitching coach Gordon Jones looking on as Danny Coombs and Don Wilson, two youngsters, warm up in the bullpen. Foul ball, Johnny Lewis just got a piece of it to stay in there. The Houston bullpen, Coombs is the left-hander, Wilson the right-hander. checks the runner at second, and the pitch to Johnny Lewis is swinging a miss. He struck him out. So Bob Bruce comes back strong after Elliott's two-run double. He strike out Jerry Grody and Johnny Lewis. Tried retired, two runs, three hits. No errors, one left on. At the end of an inning and a half, it's the Houston Astros four, and the New York Mets two. Going to be late for dinner tonight, dear? Yeah, I've got to go over that Anderson deal with Fred. Bob Watson is a nice guy with a nice family and with a nice business to support them. Bob Watson's also a good driver. Not the kind of a guy or driver that you'd normally expect to have to watch out for. Because normally Bob's mind is on his driving. I can expect about a 34% discount on all items. It should be a possible margin of, say, 6%. It's not bad. But this morning, Bob's mind is on business. And that means at the next stop sign... 
you could get the business from Bob. Tens of thousands of good drivers make bad mistakes, fatal mistakes, every year. One of those mistakes may involve you. Expect the unexpected, whenever, wherever you drive, at intersections and oncoming traffic, even behind you. Always drive defensively. Always watch out for the other guy. Nolan Ryan leading the game for a pinch hitter after pitching the first inning. Nolan, in one inning, gave up four runs, allowed four hits. He walked two and struck out three. Brock Davis, the center fielder and leadoff batter, is up against Jack Hamilton, and he takes the low inside ball one. Next pitch on the way, a grounder hit down to third, fair ball, fielded by Ken Boyer, and he has pegged the first of in time to get the speedy Brock Davis. Brock Davis at Oklahoma City this year hit 261. One away and nobody on, that brings up the shortstop, Sonny Jackson. He set a record for, a record for a stolen bases by a rookie in the National League this year. He now has stolen 44 bases. Now Hamilton out of his windup, the pitch to Jackson, and it's on the outside corner for a strike. Probably Tommy Helms of Cincinnati and Sonny Jackson of the Astros will be the two top vote-getters in the Rookie of the Year balloting. Check swing bouncer right back to the mound. Hamilton throws the first two down. For Jack Hamilton, this is his 55th game of the year. Jack has saved 13 ball games. His record on the year is six wins and 13 losses. Two outs, nobody on. The hitter is Joe Morgan, the second baseman, and the fastball is outside ball one. Really hurt the Astros when Joe Morgan was sidelined. Later on, Jimmy Wynn. Wynn is still out. Morgan hitting 291. He let up on it. It was outside. Ball 2, 2-0. Two oh. Houston 4, New York 2. Last of the second inning. First game of a doubleheader. Now the pitch. And he lets go. And it's high. Ball 3. Now Joe Morgan checking with Jim Busby, the third base coach, to see how manager Grady Hatton wants him to play it. Defensively, the Mets are straight away. And it's inside ball four, and Morgan walks on four pitches. Coming on to hit is Chuck Harrison, the first baseman and cleanup batter. Harrison, batting 247, has eight home runs and 46 runs batted in. Powerfully built right-hand batter. He took over at first base when Jim Gentile was sent to the minors. Gentile later went to Cleveland. Now the breaking ball is a strike on the outside corner. The on-deck batter is Rusty Stobb. ground ball down the third baseline. Will it stay fair? It's going foul. Boyer picks it up in foul territory. 
Well, our broadcast position here in the Astrodome, as you look out over the playing field, the Astro turf, the green carpeting that they play on here in the Astrodome, the synthetic field, is absolutely beautiful. When football is played here in the Astrodome, they have the strip of carpeting that zippers in to cover what is now the infield dirt. By Shea Stadium, they have the portable seats that move around to give better viewing position for football. They merely have to roll back several strips of the AstroTurf to make room for the seats to roll out. Now the two-strike pitch, a ground ball hit hard to short. Harrelson grabs it. He throws to second base in time for the force play to Chuck Hiller on the side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. Now at the end of two innings, it's the Houston Astros four and the New York Mets two. And the Mets will be back home at Shea Stadium a week from Tuesday night for their final homestand of the year. The last five games of the season, the Mets will be playing at home at Shea, two games against Chicago, and a weekend series, the last three games against the Houston Astros. The Chicago series is Tuesday night the 27th and Wednesday afternoon the 28th. And the Astros series is Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. Two weeks, all that remains in the baseball season. And on the last day of the season at Shea Stadium, October 2nd, Sunday afternoon. Two weeks from today, it will be Fan Appreciation Day. And all youngsters under 16 will receive a replica of the Mets batting helmet. And all those over 16 will receive a handsome gift. While the Mets are closing out this final road trip, tickets are on sale seven days a week at the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium, as well as in Midtown Manhattan at Macy's and Grand Central Station, and on Long Island at Macy's in the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington. Now the third inning here in the Astrodome, and to detail the action for you, here's Ralph Geiner. Okay, Bob, and hi there, everyone. Bud Harrelson, the leadoff for the Mets, and the first pitch by Bob Bruce is called a ball. Bud had moved out as though to bunt. Harrelson grounded out to second base his first time up. His average now is 210. He's had three triples and has driven in three runs. Bruce, the right-hander, back again, and the curveball is called a strike. One ball, one strike. Mets got back in the ball game in the second when they scored two runs off Bob Bruce on three hits. The big hit was a double by Larry Elliott. Larry driving in two and later on scoring. Later on not scoring as two were struck out by Bruce. The pitch back is a changeup called a strike. It's now one and two on Bud Harrelson. Now Bruce back again, and this time a swing and a miss, strike three. And Bruce now has struck out three in a row. He has a record this year of two wins and 13 losses. And the next batter coming up for the Mets is Chuck Hiller. Chuck grounded down to first his first time up. Left-hand batter hitting 306 with two home runs and 13 runs batted in. And he takes the first pitch for call strike. The two home runs by Chuck were both as a pinch hitter. One in the last series against the Giants. One strike delivery grounded out towards first base. Coming over is Chuck Harrison. He has the ball tosses to Bob Brutus for the out. Good play on the part of both Chuck Harrison and Bob Brutus. Today, the Brewers of Rangel Beer are pleased to announce the Brass on the Grass, a free concert by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass in the Central Park Sheep Metal. 
Central Park West and 66th Street on Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock. But better come early because there's really going to be something doing, right? Two men away and Ken Boyer now the batter. Astros lead by a score of 4-2. They scored four runs in the first. All the runs coming off starting pitcher Nolan Ryan. Took him 26 minutes to strike out the side, but in between, the Astros scored four runs on four hits. Jack Hamilton relieved him when Ryan was taken out for a pinch hitter. Boyer grounded down to third. A good play in the ball by Bob Aspermonte his first time up. Ken brought a 10-game streak into this ballgame. First pitch is outside. It's the ball. Now the next pitch called a strike. One ball and one strike. Boyer needs a base hit in this ball game to tie the season high for consecutive games with a base hit. Held by Cleon Jones and Roy McMillan. They both hit in 11 consecutive ball games. Now the next pitch, ball two. It's two balls and one strike. Now the two-one delivery. Too low, ball three. And Boyer has to count his way. Three balls and one strike. On deck batter Al Luplo. Mets are training by a score of four to two. Three balls, one strike. Bruce back to Boyer, and the pitch is lined toward second and cut off by Joe Morgan. Line drive, and Joe Morgan with a quick start, making a good catch in the ball to retire the side. So Boyer is turned away for the second time, and that retires the side in order. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Astros four, the Mets two. And now here's Bob. Well, as everybody in New York knows, Rhine Gold is a beer. In fact, it's New York's number one beer. But then this summer, Rhine Gold turned into a music festival. A full-grown 61 concert music festival attended by more than 220,000 people. Now, what does that make Rhine Gold? Probably New York's number one music festival. Well, Ryan Gould is so happy about being New York's number one this and New York's number one that that I would like to invite the entire city to a free concert by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. It'll be in the Central Park Sheep Meadow, Central Park West and 66th Street on Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock. You better come early because there's really going to be something doing, right? Right. Going to the bottom half of the third, the Astros with four runs in the first, leading by a score of four to two. Jack Hamilton all set to start his second inning to work. Jack came in the ball game in the second, gave up a walk, allowed no runs and no hits. He'll be pitching the rusty stop, Bill Heath and Bob Aspermani. Rusty struck out his first time up. One of three struck out by Nolan Ryan in the first inning. Ryan went 3-0 on him, then came back to get him on a 3-2 fastball. First pitch by Hamilton, a fastball at time, it's the ball. Rusty Staub with a fine year going this year, his best ever in the major league. Batting at 289 with 13 home runs and 79 runs batted in. And the left-hand batter takes high again. This time a breaking ball, it's two balls and no strikes. Rusty last year batted 256 for the Astros, and he swings and fouls 
The next pitch to the left side off the end of the bat. Two balls, one strike. He had 63 home runs and 14, 63 runs batted in and 14 home runs. Next delivery, hit hard, and Boyer comes up with the ball in one hop. He gets up off the ground as he had gone to his knees and fires the first base for the out. And that ball was really hit hard. Boyer with a great play on it. It was a do or die. He had one shot at it. He made it. Boyer going to his left. This field is exceptionally fast with this astral turf. Much faster than anything in baseball. Now with one away on the play by Boyer, the batter will be the catcher, Bill Heath, who singled his first time up, bouncing the ball through the middle. A left-hand batter, and he takes the first Pittsburgh call strike. Pittsburgh scored two runs in the top of the first against Gaylord Perry. Giants coming up now against Woody Fryman. Irish in front, 2-0. Now the next delivery in the dirt, and the count, one ball, one strike. Philadelphia out. They did not score off Claude Osteen. Dodgers coming up against Al Jackson. Big games on the coast. Jackson has won 14 and lost 14. Next pitch is fouled away, and the count will stay at one ball and two strikes. Dodgers in first place. They started the action today, two and a half games ahead of the Pirates. Giants in third, three back. A swing and a miss, strike three, and Jack Hamilton gets his first strikeout. Now two away, and the batter coming up is Bob Aspermonte. Aspermonte was called out and strikes his first time up. Bob batting 247 with eight home runs and 49 runs batted in. And he takes the first pitch, it's called a ball. And ball two on a curveball too low. Two balls and no strikes. The Astros lead four to two with two men out in the bottom half of the third. This game the first of two. Doug McGraw scheduled to pitch the second ball game for the Mets. Dave Justy is scheduled to go against the Mets, pitching for Houston. First game of a four-game series. Mets playing on Monday night and Tuesday night. Next delivery to Aspermani is low again. It's ball three. So Hamilton, three balls, no strikes. On deck batter is Norm Miller, the left fielder. 3-0 delivery, right through for strike. Three balls and one. And at 3-1, the pitch is high, ball four. Second walk given up by Hamilton. And with two men out, the batter will be Norm Miller. was walked intentionally his first time up to get to Bob Bruce and it paid off for the Mets as Bob Bruce struck out with runners at first and second. Astros had four runs in at the time and they lead by a score of four to two. The Mets getting two runs back in the top of the second. First pitch to Miller is hit down towards second base and one hopper for Chuck Hiller. He goes to the shortstop covering at second base for the force play and that retires the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, a man left on. And the score at the end of three, Houston four, the Mets two. And Here's Bob Pettit, professional basketball star of the St. Louis Hawks, on the subject of physical fitness. As a professional athlete, I have to stay in shape. 
no question about it. And that makes me luckier than most because I've developed a habit of keeping fit. That's going to be important to me when my playing days are over and I go into banking because there's no question about this either. No matter what line of work you go into, you'll look better, feel better, and work better if you're physically fit. In space or surgery, nursing or news reporting, the future belongs to the fit, to those vigorous enough to live it and shape it. You parents can help see that the schools do their whole job, preparing your children physically as well as mentally. The President's Council on Physical Fitness will show you how. Write Fitness Washington, D.C. for information. That's Fitness Washington, D.C. to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets coming up and they need two to tie. First batter for the Mets will be the right fielder, Al Luplo. On the mound for the Astros, Bob Bruce. He has given up two runs, allowed three hits. Two runs coming in the second. Luplo will fly out to center field on his first pitch, his first time up. And he takes the first pitch this time. It's inside. A curveball missing four balls. Lupo off a fine game yesterday against the Giants. Now has seven home runs with 30 runs batted in. Batting 263. Bruce back again with the curve. And this one is in the strike zone. It's called a strike. One ball, one strike. Now Bruce back again. And a changeup is over the inside corner. That puts the count at one and two. Lupo thought the pitch was inside. Home plate umpires, Mel Steiner, Augie Donatelli is at first base, and Stan Landis at third. Al Barlick is not with this group. He is ill. One-two pitch. Rounded foul to the right side. Yogi Bear comes over to make the play. Count stays in one ball and two strikes. On deck batter is Eddie Cranepool. He'll be followed by Cleon Jones. And at one two, the pitch is swung on and missed strike three. And Bob Bruce picks up his fourth strikeout, gets his first out here in the top of the fourth. That brings up Eddie Cranepool, who's singled, bouncing the ball through the middle his first time up. Eddie now with five hits in his last six times up, raising his average to 253. And he takes the first pitch inside. It's the ball. Cranbull with 15 home runs leads the club in that department. He has driven in 54. Ken Boyer leads the club and runs batted in with 61. Bruce with his 1-0 delivery. A changeup, grounded, foul to the right side. Count goes one ball, one strike. Astros lead 4-2. They have four runs and four hits. The Mets have two runs and three hits. One out, we're in the top of the fourth. Astro roster has been filled up with a lot of new names. 1-1 one, one delivery, again a changeup, and this one is outside. Two balls and one strike. They have Norm Miller playing in left field, Rock Davis in center field, two newcomers. They got names that 
Well, you'd have to follow the minor leagues mighty closely to recall him. Next pitch is grounded down in the dirt, and that evens the count at two and two. Some of the newcomers, Jim Ray. Rock Davis, Don Wilson, Ron Davis. Bruce Van Hoff. Two-two pitch to Crane Pool is taken inside and low, and that fills the count to three and two. On deck is Cleon Jones. Aaron Pointer. And Bob Bruce at three-two. Crane Pool takes it and walks. Pitch was inside. So the Mets have the tie run coming to the plate now with Cleon Jones coming up. While we wait for Cleon to get to the plate, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Eight ten on your radio dial, WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from inside here in Houston, Texas. 4-2 game, the Astros lead. And the first pitch to Cleon Jones is a changeup outside. It's ball one. Cleon single to the right side, threw into right field his first time up to set up a chance for the Mets to score two runs. After the single, Cleon stole second base and scored when Larry Elliott doubled in the right center. Now hit the on-deck batter. Change up and now fastball and a foul ball. The count goes to 1-1. At the end of one, Pittsburgh two, the Giants nothing. Woody Fryman against Gaylord Perry. Perry still looking for his 21st victory. He has had seven decisions against him since, make it five decisions against him since he turned the corner with a 20-2 and two record. His record now 20-7. and seven. At the end, the one, Philadelphia nothing, the Dodgers nothing. Al Jackson against Claude Osteen. One, one pitch is lined to shore, taken by Sonny Jackson. The throw to first base is not in time. Chuck Harrison, the first baseman, was walking to the dugout. He thought he had to play at first. But Greenville got back just ahead of the fine throw by Sonny Jackson. And that ball was a shot taken by Jackson at short. Meant some real hard hit balls hit off. Bob Bruce, but he so far has survived and leads by a score of 4-2. to two. Now Larry Elliott comes up. Should correct myself, I think I said Al Jackson. It's Larry Jackson pitching for Philadelphia. First pitch to Elliott is taken high at the ball. Larry doubled his first time up. Elliott started this ball game with eight hits and 19 times up against the Astros. He now has nine hits and 20 times up. Swings at a curveball. It's one ball, one strike. Larry has driven in eight runs against the Astros and is 20 times at bat. And he's had only one home run. He has the best average for the Mets against the Astros this year. And the Mets have their best record going right now against the Astros in their history. Now foul ball to the left side out of play, and the count goes to one and two. Mets started this ball game with a record of eight wins in 11 games. 
delivery to Elliott is swung on and missed strike three. So Bob Bruce picks up his fifth strikeout, gets Larry Elliott out with Eddie Greenpool on at first base. In the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, man left on. And the score through three and a half innings, the Astros for the Mets too. This is Stuart Queen reporting from Washington. From the rock line promontories of New England's coastline, westward across the nation to the prairie country of the American Midwest, to the Great Divide in the Rockies, and westward again to the sequoias of California, this is America, where beauty and nature combine to make up the green lawns of our recreational playgrounds. All this belongs to you and to me. It's part of our heritage, this pride in natural beauty. You can walk the trails of the Appalachians, swim and fish the lakes and streams, and relax in the quiet desert splendor of the great Southwest. These are the glories of this nation's natural beauty. The National Wildlife Federation wants you to learn more about beauty and nature. For free information, write. The National Wildlife Federation, Department 44, Washington, D.C. That's the National Wildlife Federation, Department 44, Washington, D.C. the bottom half of the fourth inning. The first batter will be Bob Bruce for the Astros. On the mound for the Mets, Jack Hamilton. Jack starting his third inning. He has given up no runs and no hits. Walking two. Jack in relief of starting pitcher Nolan Ryan, who gave up four runs on four hits, although he did strike out the side. So Nolan showing good stuff but not being able to get the ball where he wanted it. First pitch to Bruce has popped up. The third baseman, Ken Boyer, coming down the line, makes the catch about halfway between home and third. One away in the bottom half of the fourth, and now the batter will be Brock Davis. Brock Davis, the first man that Hamilton pitched to when he came in the game in the second, grounded out the third against him. His first time up, he walked, and he takes the first pitch high. It's ball one. Davis, the left-hand batter. Brock has had one hit and ten times up this year in the major league. And his next delivery is a curveball. He looks at it. It's called a strike. One ball and one strike. At Atlanta, the Braves out in front of the Cincinnati Reds by a score of seven to three after six. Next delivery, a ball. Two balls and one strike. Cardenas and Harper have hit home runs for Cincinnati. Ken Johnson on the mound for the Braves has so far gone all the way. Sammy Ellis started for Cincinnati. His record was 12 and 17. Fly ball hit down the right side foul. And the count goes up to two and two on Brock Davis. Now pitching for the Reds, Jack Balson. Mets play the Reds over the weekend in Cincinnati. Playing Friday night, Saturday night, and a doubleheader on Sunday. And all four of those games will come to you on radio and television. Next pitch is inside, and Jack Hamilton now. Three and two on Brock Davis. On deck batter is Sonny Jackson. After that, the Mets return home to play a two-game series with the Cubs on Tuesday night and Wednesday, and then a weekend series with Houston to close out the season. Next pitch is way outside. It's ball four. So Hamilton has walked one batter three innings on the mound, and will now pitch to Sonny Jackson with one man out. Astros lead four to two. Jackson 
chopped a base hit high in the air that Bud Harrelson fielded near the pitcher's mound, but had no chance to throw him out on his first time up. Second time up, ran it out to short. Now a ball out toward the mound. Picked up by Hamilton, the throw to first base is in time. And moving on down to second base, on the bunt was Brock Davis. A sacrifice going to Sonny Jackson. And with two men out now, Joe Morgan will bat with the runner in scoring position. Jackson with his base hit in the first inning has extended his batting streak to nine consecutive ball games. Jerry Grody talking with Jack Hamilton at the pitcher's mound, now coming back behind home plate to give out the sign. Morgan with a single and a walk in his two appearances in this ball game. At the end of one and a half innings, Philadelphia nothing, the Dodgers nothing. Larry Jackson against Claude Osteen. First pitch to Morgan is called a strike. Morgan singled in the first run of the ball game in the first inning, his first time up. Now he grounds one through the middle. Might be a tough play for Chuck Hiller, and his throw to first base is just in time as Chuck makes a good throw on it from an underhanded position. And that retires the side, and he got a very speedy man, Joe Morgan. No runs, no hits, no errors. A walk, a man left on. And the score at the end of four. The Astros four, the Mets two. And now once again, here's Bob Murphy. Okay, Ralph, tickets for remaining home games of the New York Mets are on sale seven days a week at the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium. Daily except Sunday in Midtown Manhattan at Macy's 34th Street. The ticket booth is on the Main Street level. Also at Grand Central Station at the foot of the 42nd Street in Vanderbilt Avenue Ramp. On Long Island, the Mets have a ticket booth at Macy's at the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington. Remember, in addition, reservations for box and reserve seats can be made at all Howard Close stores during regular store hours and also at any branch of the manufacturer's Hanover Trust Company during banking hours. The Mets have five home games remaining, two with Chicago, three with the Astros. The last day of the season, October 2nd, two weeks from today, will be Fan Appreciation Day. Jerry Grody will lead off against Bob Bruce as we move now into the fifth inning. At the end of an inning and a half, Pittsburgh two, the Giants nothing. At the end of two, the Phillies nothing, the Dodgers nothing. Now Jerry Grody up and he fouls the ball back, strike one. The Dodgers lead Pittsburgh by two and a half and the Giants by three. Jerry Grody is 0 for 1. He was struck out his first time up. Outside and low, it's one ball, one strike. Jerry was warming up a pitcher in the bullpen yesterday in San Francisco and a ball struck the plate, bounced up and caught him just above the left eye. Not serious, but it did give Jerry a sleepless night. The 1-1 delivery. Inside, two balls and a strike. Pitching 2-1. And a on the outside corner, two balls, two strikes. 
ball game is over here in the Astrodome and you leave and walk outside. It's kind of like seeing a movie in the middle of the afternoon of the summer and walking out into that hot summer air. Ground ball hit down the third baseline. Foul, no play. Two balls and two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out, top of the fifth inning. And the fastball is over, strike three call. And Bruce now has chalked up six strikeouts. Jack Hamilton will be hitting for the first time. The brass on the grass. A free concert by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass will be, will be presented by the Brewers of Ride Gold here in Central Park on Wednesday, September 21. The time is 8 p.m. Now the curve is over for a strike. Those of you planning to attend, enter the park at 66th Street and Central Park West. Just continue on to the Sheep Meadow. One ball, one strike on Jack Hamilton. Next pitch on the way, a swing and a miss at a curve, one ball, two strikes. The Mets scored their two runs in the second inning off Bob Bruce. On singles by Eddie Crane, Gould, and Cleon Jones. And a double to right center by Larry Elliott driving the runs in. Baltimore chop back to the mound, grabbed by Bruce. He pegs to Harrison, two men down. the double by Larry Elliott that knocked two runs in. Bruce has settled down to retire 10 of 11 hitters. He has not given up a base hit since Larry Elliott's double. Two outs and nobody on. Bud Harrelson, the leadoff batter. Hitting for the third time, Bud has bounced out and struck out. And he bluffed at the bunt. The pitch is over. Strike one called. This is the only doubleheader being played in the Astrodome all season. A swing and a miss on a changeup, and it's strike two. They had one doubleheader all last year. Let's play a lot of doubleheaders. Two-strike delivery. A grounder hit foul over toward the visiting dugout. No play. winding and the pitch to Harrelson a swing and a miss he struck him out he got him with a curveball that is the seventh strikeout for Bob Bruce he has fans seven and five innings no runs no hits no errors none left on so we've come halfway in the first game of today's doubleheader at the end of four and a half the Houston Astros four the New York Mets two this is Captain Cornell years ago a chance meeting on a train with Helen Keller led to my cherished friendship with her through Miss Keller, I became active in the American Foundation for the Blind and am proud to serve on its board of trustees. I'd like to tell you about some of its wonderful services. The Foundation, in cooperation with the Library of Congress, records the talking books, available with a phonograph, free on loan to any legally blind person. 
The Foundation manufactures and adapts more than 300 aids and appliances for blind people, from clocks and watches with raised markings to tools, kitchen utensils, canes, and crossword puzzles. It also issues identification cards so blind persons may travel on most railroads and bus lines with a sighted companion, both for one fare. For more information, write to the American Foundation for the Blind, Box 111, New York, 11, New York. Last of the fifth inning, Chuck Harrison leading it off against Jack Hamilton takes low outside ball one. Jack Hamilton took over in the second inning. Nolan Ryan was reached for four runs and four hits in the opening inning. It's under the knees, two balls and no strikes. First baseman Chuck Harrison, the cleanup batter, doubled off the left field barrier, driving home a run in the first inning. He lined up. The second baseman Chuck Hiller, his second time up. A check swing, slow roller beyond the reach of Hamilton. Hiller racing in, throws. He got him. Chuck Hiller had to race in, pick the ball up, and whip his sidearm across the crane pool. And on a close play, Harrison is out. He didn't mean to hit that when he checked up and hit a real slow roller. Now Rusty stabbed the batter. Rusty has struck out and been thrown out on a brilliant play by Ken Boyer. It's inside and low ball one. Final score in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Atlanta Falcons 23 to 10. Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Detroit Lions 17-3. The Green Bay Packers came from behind in the last quarter to nip the Cleveland Browns 21-20. A foul fly hit down the left field line, no play. And the St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Washington Redskins 23-7. Those are the finals then in the NFL right now. Also in the NFL, at the end of the third quarter... The Baltimore Colts have come from behind, and they now lead the Minnesota Vikings 24-16 to at the end of the third quarter. The Dallas Cowboys lead the New York Giants 7th and I think at the end of the first quarter. Fastball taken high by Rusty Stein. In the AFL, the New York Jets routed the Houston Oilers 52-13. And the defending champion Buffalo Bills put it all together. They beat the new Miami Dolphins 58-24. Inside and low, it's three and one. Final score in the National League, the Chicago Cubs nipped the St. Louis Cardinals today, three to two. The big hit was a two-run homer by Ernie Banks. Ground ball down to first, fielded by Cranepool. Hamilton comes over to cover, and the stop is out, two men down. In the Chicago Cubs-St. Louis Cardinal game, the Cubs win it. Three runs, eight hits, one error. Cardinals 2-8-2. and two. The winner, Dick Ellsworth, his seventh win. He's lost 21. The loser in relief of Larry Jaster was Ron Fache. On the West Coast, the Pirates 2, the Giants nothing at the end of two. The Phillies nothing, the Dodgers nothing at the end of two. The Braves lead Cincinnati 7-3 at the end of six and a half. Freeway battle going now for fourth place in the National League. It's taken high by Bill Heath, ball one. Fastball, a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. 
Bob Allison of Minnesota has hit a three-run homer in the 10th inning to break the deadlock with the Yankees. Twins now leading at least 5-2 to two in the top of the 10th inning. Top 2-1 and one on Bill Heath. Cleveland 5, Detroit 2 there in the last of the 8th of Detroit. The A's beat Washington 3-0 in the suspended game. The second game is scoreless at the end of 7. California leading the Red Sox 4-3 there in the last of the 8th. Now Hamilton winds, and his fastball misses inside the high. The count goes to three and one. They're in the ninth inning at Baltimore with the White Sox leading the Orioles four to three. Right here it's Houston four, the New York Mets two. A ground ball bounced to shortstop, fielded by Bud Harrelson. He pegs it across the crane pool, the side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Five innings complete. The Houston Astros four and the New York Mets two. Now the ground crew coming out to manicure the diamond for the last four innings of this opening ball game of a doubleheader. The final day of the season for the New York Mets is two weeks from today, Sunday, October 2nd. And that day has been designated by the Mets as Fan Appreciation Day at Shea Stadium. On this day, all youngsters, 16 and under, receive upon entering the stadium a replica of the Mets batting helmet. Good-looking helmet. And as for the fans over 16, they won't be forgotten. They, too, will receive a handsome gift. That's two weeks from today, October 2nd, the last day of the season. The next day, Art Friedman goes fishing and starts resting up. In the first inning, Chuck Hiller will lead off against Bob Bruce. While the ground crew is manicuring the infield on the message board where they can show comedy skits and various things, they have a fellow dressed up like a member of the ground crew doing the watch to see and the proof and that sort of thing. Chuck Heller leading off against Bruce in the sixth inning. Chuck is 0 for 2 this afternoon. hitting 3-0-4. Here's the pitch by Bruce, and the breaking ball is taken low, ball one. He has retired 11 of the last 12 hitters. The last base hit was the two-run double by Elliott in the second inning. There's a drive in the air to center field. Moving back is Brock Davis, and he one-hands it. Ball fooled Brock at the last moment, and he had to make a one-hand grab. One out and nobody on. Ken Boyer, the hitter. Boyer has grounded out to third and lined out to second. Nothing for two. Bob Bruce winds the pitch to Kenny. A foul ball back into the screen. No play. Looks like the Astros and the Mets will wind up just about the same in home attendance this year. The Mets are slightly ahead at the moment. Both have had marvelous years attendance-wise. And a thin at the knees for a call strike on Ken Boyer, a two-strike count.
Houston in front, 4-2. Here's the pitch to Kenny Boyer. And the curve is over, strike three call. Bruce now is working with 10-point control. That is his eighth strikeout of the game. He has walked only one man. That was Eddie Crane pool on three and two in the fourth inning. He now has fanned eight. Al Luplo batting for the third time. Al has flied to center and struck out. Batting at 263. Left-hand hitter. And the changeup is over. Strike one. Bruce with absolute 10-point control right now of all of his pitches. One ball and one strike. Bob Shaw and Jack Fisher will pitch the final two games of this series. It is inside and low. Two balls and a strike on Al Luplo. Bruce, veteran right-hander, winds and pitches, and misses inside of the letters, ball three. So it's three and one on Al Luplo. Yogi Berra coaching at first, Whitey Herzog at third. Pitching three and one. And it's low, ball four, and Luplo reaches on a walk, the second walk given up by Bruce. Eddie Cranville has singled a center and reached on a walk. Eddie has five hits in his last six times at bat, raising his average to 253. And Danny Coombs, a young left-hander, is walking now down toward the bullpen to start warming up. Carol Simbera, a right-hander, will also start getting ready. And the pitch taken inside, ball one. Let's trail by two. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Next pitch on the way, and it's under the knees, and just very suddenly the plate has started to move around on Bruce a little bit. The big right-hander from Michigan has not given up a base hit since the second inning when Elliott doubled the right center, driving home Eddie Cranepool and Cleon Jones. And now Danny Coombs, a left-hander, and Carol Simbera, a right-hander, are warming up for Houston. Down comes the pitch, and it's a pop foul hit down the left field line. In pursuit is asked for money, but it's no play. It lands in the field boxes. and a strike on Eddie Cranepool. Pitch by Bruce. A foul ball back toward the Houston dugout. No place or the count levels now. Two and two. Game being played on the synthetic turf. They call it the AstroTurf and it's a beautiful thing to see. Ball really travels rapidly when it goes across that turf. 
Now the 2-2 delivery. And it's over. Strike three call. Train rule caught looking. And he didn't like the call at all. That is the ninth strikeout for Bob Bruce. In the sixth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. At the end of five and a half innings, first game of a doubleheader, the Astros four, the New York Mets two. And now here's a word from Rangel. I'm back. I don't know the reason. I can't tell you why. More people like Rangel's beer extra dry. But we must be doing something. Yes, we must be doing something right. Yes, we must be doing something. Woo! We must be doing something right. We WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer from the Astrodome in Houston. The Astros threatening here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. They have runners on first and second, nobody out. Jack Hamilton had hurled four hitless innings in relief, but now has given up back-to-back singles at the start of the last of the sixth inning. 
throw the hitter is Bob Bruce, and now the Mets defense against the bunt. Bruce has been called out and popped to third, nothing for two. And now Wes Westrom is on his way to the mound. He has Darrell Sutherland and Rob Gardner warming in the bullpen. Westrom on the mound talking with Jack Hamilton and Jerry Grody. On the message board with Hamilton on the mound, Bill Giles, the public relations director who operates the big message board, just put up a message that says, my spitter never works. They have been censored a number of times for some of the messages that have been put up on that board. Well, this is going to be it for Jack Hamilton. He's coming out of the ballgame. Rob Gardner is coming in. Brock Davis, a left-hand batter, and Sonny Jackson, a left-hand batter, follow Bob Bruce in the batting order, and so Wes is going to the left-hander, Rob Gardner. The last time the Mets were here in Houston, Rob Gardner turned in one of his finest relief spins of the year. He saved the game for Bob Shaw. He worked four innings. He allowed no runs and no hits. Walked one and struck out two, and so Wes Remembering that superb job in relief by Gardner here in the Astrodome is calling him out once again. Rob has won four and lost seven. This will be his 40th ball game of the year. Jack Hamilton worked four innings. At the moment has allowed no runs, given up two hits. He walked three. The walks were scattered. One in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth. And he struck out one. So now Rob Gardner takes over in the sixth inning. In the National League at the end of two and a half, it's Pittsburgh two, San Francisco nothing. Woody Framan pitching against Gaylord Perry. Chicago down St. Louis, three to two. Ellsworth the winner. Pache was the loser. Ernie Banks at a two-run homer. The Cubs will be at Shea Stadium on Tuesday night, the 27th, and Wednesday afternoon, the 28th. And the Atlanta Braves are leading Cincinnati 8-3 after 7.5. In the third inning at Dodger Stadium, Bill Singer has relieved Claude Osteen, indicating the Phillies may be scoring runs against the Dodgers. No score at the end of two innings. Now we resume play, and they look for the bunt. Bunt down the third baseline. Boyer has to handle it. The play to first is in time, and the runners move along. A good bunt by Bruce to advance the runners. Davis is coming out as a pinch batter now for Brock Davis. So Ron Davis will hit for Brock Davis. As Brady Hatton now goes percentages. Dodger Stadium, the Phillies scored four runs in chasing Claude Osteen in the top of the third. And so the race may be tightening up. At the end of two and a half, it's the Phillies four, 
And the Dodgers nothing. And now with first base open, the pinch hitter, right-hand batter, Ron Davis, will be intentionally walked. message board they flash chicken they have a lot of fun putting up the barbs and the insults on that message board here in the afternoon so the intentional walk to Ron Davis and now the bases are loaded one out the batter coming up is Sonny Jackson Jackson has had a great rookie year he's hitting at 292 he has stolen 44 bases for a new rookie record. Rob Gardner on in relief. The Astros have the bases loaded, one out. The lead runner is Bob Aspermani. Norm Miller is on second. Ron Davis on first. Now the pitch. And the curve is high. One ball and no strike. up by Gardner. Down comes his pitch inside and low, and he goes behind on the count. Two balls and no strike. Darrell Sutherland is continuing to stay warm in the bullpen. Now Rob, working at a disadvantage, he's behind 2-0. and oh. Here's his pitch on the way. Foul ball cut back toward the press box. No play. Two balls and a strike on Sonny Jackson. Jackson has one for two and a sacrifice in this game. He reached on an infield hit a Baltimore chop in the first and later scored. The Astros leading four to two. They scored their four runs in the first inning. The two-one pitch. It's under the knees, ball three. Now Rob Gardner has no place to put Sonny Jackson. Aspermani leads off third. Down comes the pitch. A foul ball into the crowd. Three and two. Second baseman Joe Morgan is the on-deck batter. Let's have the infield in against the speed of Sonny Jackson playing halfway. And the outfield playing Jackson to hit the ball to the opposite field. So now with the bases jammed and one out, it's three and two on Jackson. Gardner looks the runner back at third. Here's the pitch, and he walks it. Curve missed outside for ball four to force in a run. Astromani comes in to score. A run batted in for Sonny Jackson. His 25th, and now the batter is Joe Morgan, the number three hitter in the lineup. Inside the high ball one. Jerry Grody going slowly to the mound now to talk to Rob Gardner. Houston now leading five to two. The lead runner on third is Norm Miller. Ron Davis, who drew an intentional walk, is on second. 
And Sonny Jackson is on first. Gardner out of his wind up the pitch. A swing and a miss. Morgan really gave that one a rip. One ball and one strike. Joe Morgan hitting 291. The 1-1 delivery. And a curve is over for a call strike. It's one ball and two strikes. Pitching one and two. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Gardner strikes out Joe Morgan. Now there are two away, and Chuck Harrison, the first baseman and cleanup batter, a right-hand hitter, is coming up. And that brings Wes Westrom out of the dugout, and Darrell Sutherland, the right-hander, will be brought in to pitch to it. Sutherland came oh so close to winning two games in two days against the Giants. And that's where leading the Giants with two outs with nobody on in the last of the ninth inning yesterday and the Giants pulled it out. Had the best wanted it, it would have been Sutherland's victory. So while the pitching change was being made, let's check with Lindsay and get updated on the other scores. All right, Bob, at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, California, going to the top half of the fifth inning, the Pittsburgh Pirates two and the San Francisco Giants nothing. Ryman against Gaylord Perry. The Chicago Cubs defeated the Cardinals by a score of three to two as Dick Ellsworth got the win. And Ron Fichet took the loss in relief. Ernie Banks had a two-run homer. Going to the bottom half of the eighth inning, the Atlanta Braves seven and the Cincinnati Reds four. It is Darrell Osteen in relief now against Ken Johnson. Cardinals and Harper have had Cincinnati home runs and Joe Torre has hit one now in the eighth inning for Atlanta to make it the Atlanta Braves nine and Cincinnati three. Going to the bottom half of the third inning, the Philadelphia Phillies four and the Los Angeles Dodgers nothing. Larry Jackson against Claude Osteen, Bill Singer in the third inning now for the Dodgers. Over in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles on top were knocked off again today as the Chicago White Sox defeated them by a score of four to three. Bruce Howard got the win, Wally Bunker took the loss. California Angels beat Boston five to three. Rubio the winner and Lonberg loser. Paul Shaw and Ryan had homers. And the first game of a doubleheader, Kansas City three, Washington nothing. As Lou Krause got the win, Jim Allen took the loss. The second game is going to the bottom of the ninth. No score. Jim Odom against Bill Ortega. The Minnesota Twins beat the New York Yankees by a score of 5-3. to three. Al Runup, the loser in relief. Pete Semino got the win. Allison and Bryan had a home run. And going to the bottom half of the ninth inning, it is Cleveland 5, Detroit 5. Play again, and here's Bob Murphy. Darrell Sutherland delivers, and a curve is on the outside corner to Chuck Harrison. Strike one. First baseman Chuck Harrison doubled a run home in the first inning. Since then, he has hit into a force play and grounded out. One for three in an RBI. A solidly built right-hand batter bends from the waist. And he swings at a curve and misses strike two. For the Astros, Norm Miller is on third, Ron Davis on second, Sonny Jackson on first, two men away. One run is in, and they lead five to two. Now the tall, slender right-hander from California, Darrell Sutherland, delivers. Just misses the outside corner, one and two. Millie Hepler warming up now in the Mets bullpen. Jerry Grody setting up the target. Swung on, foul hit. 
He stays alive. He just got a piece of it. He struck him out. Darrell Sutherland strikes out Chuck Harrison to leave the bases stranded. Full. So the Astros in the sixth inning score one run. There were two hits, no errors, and three left on. The run that came in came in as the result of a walk with the bases loaded. At the end of six innings, the score the Houston Astros five and the New York Mets two. Just jazz. you enjoy your kicks and jazz, we feel certain that you'll get your fill on the weekly program Just Jazz, heard over WGY. The program is heard usually on Tuesdays from 8 to 11 in the evening. But during the Mets baseball season, the show is heard on other nights of the week. In any case, Just Jazz is heard one night each week. Suggestion. Send your name and address to Just Jazz Schedule, care of WGY in Schenectady, New York. And by return mail, you'll have the listings of each of the Just Jazz programs throughout the summer. This is Randy English. Be advised, it's cool, it swings, it's for you, and it's just jazz. Here at 810 on your radio dial. Over WGY in Schenectady. The New York Mets come up here in the top half of the seventh inning now, trailing by three runs, and it's Cleon Jones to lead off. He is one for two and has stolen the base and scored a run in today's ball game. Bob Bruce, who started, has been in all the way, still there on the mound for the Houston Astros. This is the first game of a doubleheader. Right-hand batter facing a right-hand pitcher here. As Bruce delivers, and it's in for a call strike. Larry Elliott is waiting on deck for the New York Mets. Houston got four runs in the bottom half of the first inning here this afternoon off 19-year-old right-hander Nolan Ryan, making his first major league start for the Mets. The Mets came back to get two in the top of the second off Bruce. Houston got one in the bottom of the sixth, and that's all the scoring. Here's a slow curveball, swung on and missed. Two strikes to Cleon Jones. The National Football League, the... Baltimore Colts bounce back to defeat the Minnesota Vikings 38 to 23. Bruce reading the sign. Obvious catcher, Bill Heath. This pitch is low for a ball. It's one and two. The end of the first half in the National Football League, the Dallas Cowboys 31 and the New York Giants 7. 1-2 pitch. Slowing it on the ground towards second. Joe Morgan over back has the ball, throws to first and in time to get Cleon. A backhand saddle, the hard smash by Morgan at second and he gets the hand. Larry Elliott's coming up. He's single to drive in two mid runs in the top half of the second. He struck out swinging in the fourth. American Football League at the end of the first quarter. Kansas City Chiefs 10 and the Oakland Raiders 7. Pitch is taken in there for a call strike by Elliott. American Football League at the end of the half. The Denver Broncos 10 and the Boston Patriots 9. Pitch is far on line in the center for a base hit. 
Taken out there by Ron Davis, who stayed in the ballgame in center field. And Elliott's on at first with Jerry Grody coming up. Hey, you've got a treat in store. Anytime you say, pack a Viceroy, please, right about then, you're going to discover this happy fact. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Right any time of the day. Now, Grody waits as Bob Bruce delivers, and the pitch is high for a ball. Mets batting with one man out in the runner at first. Claude Raymond gets up to throw, along with Danny Coombs in the bullpen for the Houston Astros once again. Bill Heffler is still throwing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. The count is ball one and no strikes to right-hand batter Jerry Grody at the plate. Here is a pitch that's high for a ball. Grody bats number eight in the Mets batting order. Darrell Sutherland's kneeling on deck. Here is a final score in the American League. Second game of doubleheader. Washington won, Kansas City nothing. Kansas City won the first game by a score of three to nothing. The Yankees and the Washington Senators started the day in a tie for last place in the American League standings. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. So the Yankees lost their game and the Washington Senators split. Count of two balls and one strike to Grody at the plate. Playing a high pop to the right side. Chuck Harrison, the first baseman there, makes the catch. Elliott on the bag at first, two away. Sutherland is coming back to the dugout. Manager Wes Westrom is going to his bench once again. Ron Swoboda is hanging around the bat rack there. Bill Heath, the Houston catcher, takes advantage of this opportunity to go out and have a word with Bob Bruce. And here comes Swoboda out. The bat for Sutherland. So Sutherland faced only one man. Chuck Harrison with the bases loaded and struck him out. So he had cut it with the third of an inning. No runs, no hits. Struck out one and walked none. Bill Hepler, the left-hander, throwing in the bullpen. Left-handed Danny Coombs. Right-handed Claude Raymond throwing in the bullpen for the Houston Astros. Ron Swoboda is hitting 234 for the season. Make that 224. He has eight home runs and 48 runs batted in. At Candlestick Park in San Francisco, the Pirates got another run in the top half of the fifth inning. So going to the bottom of the fifth, it is the Pirates three, the Giants nothing. Woody Fryman against Gaylord Perry. Perry with a record of 20 wins and seven losses. Came into today's game having lost five in a row. Pitch to Swoboda, breaks low and away for a ball. Going to the fourth inning at Dodger Stadium, it is the Phillies four and the Dodgers nothing. Bill Singer now pitching for the Dodgers in relief of Claude Osteen and Larry Jackson still in for the Phillies. This pitch is inside to Swoboda. Two and out to him. Lead-off man Bud Harrelson waiting on deck. The Astros five and the Mets two in the top half of the seventh inning. 2 pitches it on the ground is short. Taken there by Jackson. Shoveled over to Morgan for the fourth that retires the side. As the Mets are out with no runs, one hit, no errors, one left to score at the end of six and one-half innings is... Houston 5, the Mets 2. 
Now, here's a word from Rheingold. comes in to do the pitching for the New York Mets. He is making his 36th appearance of the year. He has won three and lost three. Last time out, he worked against the Atlanta Braves for two innings in which he gave up one run on two hits. Kepler is the fifth Mets pitcher in this ball game. He will be facing left-hand batter Rusty Staub, who is nothing for three. Rusty Staub, the right fielder for the Houston Astros, hitting 288. He's had a fine year, 13 over 79 runs batted down. Kepler reads the sign of catcher Jerry Grody. And the pitch is lined in the right field for a base hit. So the Astros quickly get a base runner. Catcher Bill Heath is coming up. Here's a final in the National League. The Atlanta Braves 9, the Cincinnati Reds 4. The Atlanta Braves are red hot. Ken Johnson got the win. It's 14. Shishi Olivo relieved him in the ninth. Ted Davidson, left-handed, took the loss in relief. Joe Torre had an Atlanta homer. Tommy Harper and Leo Cardenas had Cincinnati homers. Earlier, the Chicago Cubs beat the St. Louis Cardinals 3-2. Here's a pitch, and it's a curveball high. He's squared around his throw to bunt. Boyer coming in from third. It's out of the strike zone, ball one. In the second game of today's doubleheader, Tug McGraw will pitch for the New York Mets against Dave Justy, an alumnus of Syracuse University who will be working for Houston. Playing a drive in the air to left. Elliott coming on, coming on, can't get it. He one-hops the ball. Lays it back, moving to second is Rusty Staub, and Bill Heath is on with a single to left field. Now Aspermani is the batter. Runners at first and second, nobody out. Houston leading 5-2. to two. Jerry Grody as Houston runners lead at first and second. The pitch to Aspermonte. Fastball inside at the belt buckle for ball one. The temperature inside the Astrodome here is a constant 72 degrees. Pitch is low for a ball. Now the electronic cheerleader in center field, the 
screen there shows a pair of massive hands clapping together. And so responsibly, the fans here began to applaud. And as the hands stopped, they stopped. Two old pitches hit on the ground through the hole in the left for a base hit. Rusty Starr, round third, he's coming home. The ball's bobbled by Elliott. Now the play at third. Not in time, throw to second, and he is safe from second as the ball is dropped. Runners at second and third. Astromani laced that ball into left field. Rusty Starr around at third and came home. Elliott overran the ball briefly, picked it up and fired it into third. Not in time to get Bill Heath fighting in there. Boyer then wheeled and fired to second as Astromani slid in. Chuck Hiller dropped the ball there, make it a double and a run batted in. Miller is scheduled up here. The left fielder for the Astros. Now the scoring is being changed and an error is charged against Chuck Hiller on the play at second on Aspromani. is coming up now to bat for Norm Miller. Alan Pointer, B-O-I-N-T-E-R, an outfielder by trade. He bats for Norm Miller. He's a right-hand batter. Runners at second and third, and nobody out. Breaking pitch inside for a ball. Houston leading by a score of 6-2. Dick Selma gets up to throw in the Met bullpen. He's the runner at third. Bob Astromani is the runner at second base. Mets playing at infield end. Try to cut off the runner to play. Check swing ground ball over to the Houston dugout. Aaron Pointer was checking back. Fouled it off out of play. Hepler with a 1-2 pitch to Pointer. High for a ball. It's 2-2. Pitcher Bob Bruce is scheduled up next. There is no one in the on-deck circle. Now the 2-2 offering. Curve ball high. So the count goes out full to Aaron Pointer at 3-2. At Oklahoma City, Pointer hit 277. He had 10 home runs and 61 runs batted in, and he stole 13 bases. He's from Oakland, California. Pitch is high for a ball, and Hepler walks Pointer. The bases are loaded. With nobody out, and Bob Bruce, the pitcher, coming up. He's peeling off the jacket at this moment. And as he does, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hey, Tim, on your radio dial, WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. 
This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, where in the first game of a doubleheader, the Astros are leading the Mets 6-2. Houston batting. Bottom of the seventh. Bases loaded. Nobody out. Bob Bruce up. Hits the ground ball. He's short. Here's the play at the plate. Forrest, and he is out. No relay. Bases are still loaded with one man out. As Harrelson scooped the ball up, fired it into Grody. The fourth play there, of course. Bill Heath sliding in, but he is out. They're still loaded, and leadoff man Ron Davis is coming up. Play went 6-2. Bob Astromani moves to third. Aaron Corner is at second, and Bob Bruce is getting a jacket. And he's coming all the way to the dugout to get it, as Coach Ellie Fox was trying to assist him, but had the wrong one. Now, Ron Davis is coming up. He's been up one time previously in this game, and he drew an intentional walk. Right-hand batter settles himself in. Houston 6, Mets 2. First game of the doubleheader. Bill Hepler's pitch. Breaks inside for a ball. What the Mets would like to get here... Here's a ground ball to try for two. They have Chuck Hiller and Harrelson playing a double play depth with the bases loaded and one man out. Outside for a ball. Two and out. Six Soma continues to throw in the Met bullpen. Here's a 2-0 delivery. Swung on it on the ground, and it is a fair ball down the third baseline. One run is scored. Two runs is scored. Elliott chasing the ball in the left field corner. Bob Bruce holds it third. Ron Davis is on it second with a double to left. Two runs batted in. Houston eight in the next two. That ball was slammed between Boyer and the bag at third. Boyer tried to get him to back at it, but it took a high hop off the AstroTurf. Far beyond the reach of his glove, he had no chance, and it was a fair ball by about a foot as it continued down the left field line to the corner. Sonny Jackson's up, batting left, runners at second and third, Mets bring the infield back in, curve ball, and it's in there for a call strike. Still one man out, a double and two runs batted in for Ron Davis. That moved Bob Bruce to third. Houston eight runs on ten hits, the Mets two runs on four hits. Fastball, and it's in for a call, strike two. Joe Morgan waiting on deck with Sonny Jackson batting for Houston here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Now Bill Hepler with a two-strike delivery. Swung on it on the ground to second. Taken by Hiller. Looks the runner. Throws to first. He's out. No advance. So Jackson has grounded out. Hiller to Cranepool. Runners holding second and third. The runner third is pitcher Bob Bruce. And at second, it's Ron Davis. And now Joe Morgan's coming up. Morgan single to drive in a run, walk, grounded out second to first, and struck out swinging.
Morgan steps back out of the batter's box for a moment. Pitch is sliced into left for a base hit. Bruce scores. Davis is coming to the plate. Here's the throw, and at the plate, he is out at the plate. As Grody took the ball on the fly from Elliott and lunged to make the tag on Davis at the plate. So one run scored there with Bob Bruce crossing the plate. A single and a run batted in for Joe Morgan. And then Ron Davis goes out 7-2 if you're scoring. The Astros in the inning picking up a total of four runs on five hits. One error and one man left. And the score at the end of seven full innings is the Astros 9 and the Mets 2. Now let's check out scores of other games all around the Major League. At Candlestick Park in San Francisco, going to the seventh inning, the Pittsburgh Pirates 3 and the San Francisco Giants nothing. Woody Fireman against Gaylord Perry. At Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, going to the top half of the fifth inning, the Phillies 4, the Dodgers nothing. Larry Jackson against Claude Osteen, Bill Singer in the third inning. The Atlanta Braves defeated the Cincinnati Reds 9 to 4. Ken Johnson got the win with help from Shishu Oliva in the ninth. Ted Davidson took the loss in relief. Leo Cardenas, Tommy Harper, and Joe Torre at home run. The Chicago Cubs beat the St. Louis Cardinals 3-2. Dick Ellsworth over Ron Fichet, Ernie Banks at a home run. In the American League, going to the bottom half of the 10th inning, it is the Cleveland Indians 6 and the Detroit Tigers 5. John O'Donoghue against Larry Sherry, both in relief. Davalillo and Cash have had home runs. The Minnesota Twins defeated the New York Yankees 5-3. As Semino got the win, Hal Rennett took the loss. Allison and Bryan had home runs. That one went 10 innings. Kansas City and Washington split a pair. Kansas City won the first 3-0. Kraus over Hannon. Washington won the second 1-0. Ortega over Odom. California beat Boston 5-3. As Rubio got the win, Lombard took the loss. Paul Shaw and Ryan had homers. And the White Sox beat the league-leading Baltimore Orioles 4-3. Bruce Howard beat Wally Bunker. Changes now. Pointer. Aaron Pointer stays in the ballgame in left field. And Bob Lillis comes in to play shortstop for the Houston Astros. So Pointer bats number eight in the batting order. Since Bob Bruce, the pitcher, stays in the ballgame, put Lillis number two in the batting order in place of Sonny Jackson. It'll be leadoff man Bud Harrelson up for the match here in the top of the eighth with Houston leading nine to two. First game of a doubleheader. The American Football League this afternoon, the New York Jets rolled over. The Houston Oilers, 52-13 at Shea Stadium in New York. Buffalo Bisons beat the Miami Dolphins, 58-24. The end of the half, the Denver Broncos, 10, and the Boston Patriots, 9. At the end of the quarter, Kansas City Chiefs, 10, the Oakland Raiders, 7. The National Football League, the end of the half, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, 31, and the New York Giants, 7. All others are finals. The Eagles, 23, and the Atlanta Falcons, 10. Baltimore Colts 38, the Minnesota Twins 23. Here's a pitch inside for a ball. The Pittsburgh Steelers 17, the Detroit Lions 3, the Green Bay Packers 21, the Cleveland Browns 20, St. Louis Cardinals 23, the Washington Redskins 7. Here is a pitch to Harrelson, low on both pitches. He is shortened up as though to bunt the ball. In the second game of the doubleheader, Tug McGraw against Dave Jesty. We will, of course, be broadcasting the second game as well. Here's the pitch in for a called strike. Two and one. 
We'll have a brief intermission between games, and then we'll be uh, broadcasting play-by-play of the second game of today's doubleheader here at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. 2-1 pitch. Bunted on and missed. It's 2-2. Killer waiting in the on-deck circle for the Mets as Bob Bruce delivers to Harrelson high, and the count goes full at 3-2. In doubleheader competition this year, the Mets have won both ends of twin belts on five occasions. They have lost both ends on four occasions, and they have split 11 doubleheaders. There's a pitch swung on it in the air to left, and right there is Aaron Pointer, almost misjudged and moved down a few steps to make the catch at knee level. One away, Chuck Hiller coming up. This is the 21st doubleheader played by the New York Mets this season. It is the first doubleheader played at the Astrodome this season. To this point, the Mets have outdrawn the Houston Astros by about 100,000. Here's a pitch inside. Hiller with one man out, nobody on base. Right hand to Bob Bruce with the pitches it on the ground up the middle and over his shortstop Lillis. He fires on inside. Lillis ranging behind the bag at second to glove the ball and fire it on the run. Two away and that brings up net third baseman Ken Boyer. Grounded out, lined out, struck out. The Mets will be here again on Monday night and Tuesday night. Then they move on to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Reds on Friday night, Saturday night, and a doubleheader on Sunday. High and tight for a ball. Now Luplo's on deck. After the Cincinnati series, the Mets will be coming home to Shea Stadium to take on the Chicago Cubs on Tuesday night. September 27th and Wednesday afternoon, September 28th. And then the Astros on the final weekend of the season in New York. The 30th of September, a night game. The 1st of October, a night game. And Sunday afternoon, October 2nd to end the season. One and one, the count, not a boy. Let up, and it's in for a called strike. One, two. Bob Bruce is extremely effective in changing speeds. You stir up a slow curveball, drop in a change of pace uh, off the fastball, which is not an extremely effective pitch of his. He has a good slider. The one-two delivery now. Swung on and foul back out of play, and the count holds one and two. Starting play today in the National League standings, the Houston Astros had a a three-and-a-half game lead over the Mets. Houston in eighth place in the National League standings, and the Mets in ninth place. Mets with an eight-game lead over the 10th place Chicago Cubs. Here's a swing and a miss. Strikeout number 10 for Bruce. The side is retired as Boya took his cut. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The score at the end of seven and one-half innings is Houston 9, the Mets 2. Schools in means more time for mother, just as schools out means freedom for the kids in June. Celebrate your extra free time with a special shopping trip and then a carefree lunch at a Mike's Drive-In. Have a luscious Mike's submarine with its tangy secret dressing 
or bite into a Neva made of layer after layer of perfectly done beef on a soft bun. You've never tried a Neva or a Mike submarine? Do it today. Discover for yourself why over 61 million Mike sandwiches have been enjoyed by people in the great Northeast. Say, Mets fans, how would you like a great big 8x10 photo of the Mets? That's right, a team picture of a whole bunch of them. You can hang it over your radio or next to your moose head or in one of your bedroom closets. What does it cost? Absolutely nothing. The mind boggles at the very thought of it. For a free 8x10 black and white team photo of our glorious Mets, write Mets Photo WGY Schenectady. That's Mets Photo WGY Schenectady. Now we're going to the bottom half of the eighth inning, and Chuck Harrison is up to lead off, facing Bill Hepler on the mound for the New York Mets. Pitchers high and tight. Well, the Cleveland Indians have defeated the Detroit Tigers in the American League 6-5. to five. Luis Tian gets the win in relief. Larry Sherry takes the loss in relief. Homers by Davalillo and Cash. So, although Baltimore loses, Detroit does not gain any ground because the Tigers lose also. Swing and a ground ball through the hole in the left for a base hit. But Chuck Harrison, Larry Elliott up with the ball, plays it back. It's a leadoff single for the Astro first baseman as Houston bats in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Rusty Staub is up. He's one for four. Left-hand batter. Houston nine. The Mets two. Rainville plays behind the runner at first. Pitch to Staub outside for a ball. Staub got his first hit of the day. Off left-hander Bill Hepler in the seventh inning. Now the pitch. Swung on and laced in the right center. Moving over is Cleon Jones and back. He makes the catch on the run. Now hustling back to first is Chuck Harrison who had gone almost as far as second. One away, Bill Heath. The Houston catchers coming up. He is two for four. Jerry Grody calls time, goes to the mound to have a word with his pitcher, Bill Hepler. The pitcher of record is young Nolan Ryan, who started today for the Mets. Gave up four runs in the bottom half of the first inning. left-hand batter is low for a ball. Kepler checks and deals. It's lined into right field for a base hit. One hopped out there and played back. Holding at second base is Chuck Harrison. He's gone with a single to right. Painter Bob Aspromani, runners first and second, one man out. The Astros have nine runs on 13 hits. The Mets have two runs on four hits. The Mets and the Astros were organized at the same time by the expansion draft, which was conducted actually in the fall of 1961. They're ready the teams for a play in the National League for the first time in 1962. 
to pitch inside for a ball. There was one important difference. The Astros had a minor league team, a triple-A team, for one year before the expansion draft. The Mets did not. Pitch is low, 2-0. Going to the top half of the eighth inning at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. The Pirates three and the Giants nothing. Fryman against Gaylord Perry. Both starting pitchers are still in in that ball game. Right here, the Astros lead the Mets 9-2. Runners first, second. Pitch to Aspermani is low. It's short hop. One-hand stab by Grody, who dug it out cleanly. 3-0 to Aspermani. Going to the top of the sixth at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. The Philadelphia Phillies four and the Los Angeles Dodgers nothing. Larry Jackson's been in all the way for the Phillies. Claude Osteen started for the Dodgers. Bill Singer in the third and Jim Brewer in the fifth. This will be a 3-0 pitch to Bob Aspermani. Aaron Pointer's on deck. Swing and a drive into right center. Throw comes over, makes the catch. Runners halfway, and the throw comes in. No advance, two away. Now Luplo got a good job and got over to right center to haul down the drive as Bob Aspermani swung away on three and zero and lined out. Now with two men out, Aaron Pointer's coming up. He appeared as a pinch hitter in the seventh, stayed in the ball game. He drew a walk. Deals a pitch in there for a called strike. Nolan Ryan started for the Mets. He worked an inning, gave up four runs. Jack Hamilton worked four innings, was charged with one run that was scored after he left. He gave up two hits, struck out one, and walked three. Bob Gardner worked two thirds of an inning. Darrell Sutherland worked a third. He came and struck out a man with the bases loaded. Here's a foul ball on the ground back to first. And as Sutherland came out to the pinch hitter, Bill Hepler took over. Epler was reached for four runs in the seventh day. Epler reading the sign of Jerry Grody. Chuck Harrison, the runner at second. Bill Heath, the runner at first for Houston. Curveball way outside. One and two as Grody had to move out to glove that one. This is the second season that the Houston Astros have played indoors here at the Astrodome. They played for three years at the temporary ballpark, Cold Stadium. One-two delivery. High and away for a ball, two-two. There is not much that the Houston franchise has not changed since it began. It's changed principal ownership. It's changed ballparks. It's changed managers, general managers. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. 2-2. Judge Roy Hoffheinz and Bob Smith were the principal owners at the outset, but uh, the judge bought out the interest to Bob Smith to become the principal owner and, in fact, the boss of the operation. Paul Richards was the general manager at the outset. Here's 2-2 pitch, hitting in the dirt, and again dug out on a short hop by Jerry Grody, and the count runs full at 
It means that the runners, Harrison, at second and Heath at first, will be moving on this pitch. Houston is leading here by a score of 9-2. to two. Harry Kraft was the field manager of the Houston club for three years, and then Lumen Harris for a year. They are pitch for the runners going. He swings and misses, and Hepler strikes out Aaron Pointer to retire the side. No runs to Hitzner, two left. The score at the end of eight full innings is Houston nine and the Mets two. We'll be broadcasting the second game of today's doubleheader as uh, we continue to broadcast every game played by the New York Mets. We'll be on the air tomorrow night at 9.25 from the Astrodome here and again on Tuesday night at 9.25. Then the Mets move on to Cincinnati Friday night, Saturday night, doubleheader Sunday against the Cincinnati Reds. Incidentally, the Sunday doubleheader was occasioned by the fact that the Mets were scheduled to open in Cincinnati the day before the regular season began for everybody else. The early season's traditional opener in Cincinnati, that was rained out. They scheduled it for the next day, which was a Tuesday, that was rained out back in April. And it was scheduled on Wednesday, and that was rained out. So this doubleheader that is coming up one week from today is brought about by rain back early in April. That problem does not exist here at Houston because they play indoors. Then the Mets come back with five more games at Chase Stadium in New York, the Chicago Cubs and the Houston Astros. The Cubs end to start that last homestand on Tuesday night, September 27th. We go to the top of the ninth here, and Al Luplo is up to lead off of the Mets, facing right-hander Bob Bruce, who started and has been in all the way. Mets have only four hits off Bruce, who has struck out ten and walked two. Started the day with a record of two wins and 13 losses. Pitch to the left-hand batter, and it's high and away for a ball. Al Luplo is nothing for two and a walk. Swings and sends a fly ball to right field. Rusty Staub racing over and on the move. He gets there for the out. Luplo flying out to Rusty Staub. Moving to his right. One away. Nobody on base. And Ed Cranville is the batter. He is one for two in a walk. season, Crane Bull is hitting 253, 15 home runs, and 54 runs batted in. Ball is bunted down the third baseline, a foul ball. Crane Bull bunting for a base here in the top half of the ninth inning, comes back with a count of strike one. Leon Jones waiting on deck. Mets flew into Houston last night, coming here directly from San Francisco. Strike one pitch. Swung on and lined into right field for a Cranepool base hit, his second of the day. Rusty Staub up, plays it back, and Cranepool on it first with one away, and Cleon Jones is the batter. He's one for three.
settles himself into the batter's box. Bob Bruce trying to go all the way here. Came into today's game having lost seven straight. Pitches inside for Bob Bruce. Achieved his last win on July 8th. Second game today, it'll be Dave Justy for Houston. Tug McGraw for the Mets. 1-0 pitch. Swung on it on the ground. Back to Bruce. He goes to second, and the runner saves toward the first, and the runner saves the ball, gets by, goes in the dugout. Runners move up. Shortstop Bob Lillis came across behind the bag, then trying to get to it, took the throw a stride across, did not touch the bag, and the throw then was low past Harrison. Leon Jones was safe, and the throw went into the dugout. Leon is moving on to second. Cranepool has gone to third. He's standing on the bag there. So a conference is being held between Augie Donatelli and Stan Landis as to proper position of the runners. Landis had temporarily indicated that Cranepool should come on home, but he and Donatelli talk it over, and runners hold it second and third. So it'll be now Larry Elliott coming up. Runners at second and third, one man out. Elliott, single to drive in the two-man runs in the second inning. Since then, he has struck out and had another base hit. He's two for three. Swinging a foul ball back and out of play. Bob Lillis charged with an error on the play. Leon Jones, of course on a fielder's choice. Here's a swing and a miss. Two strike count to Elliott. Gary Grody waiting on deck. Houston leading 9-2, to batting, the Mets batting in the top half of the ninth inning. Mets have a total of five hits. There's a swing and a high pop. It's in foul territory towards third. Aspermani in front of the dugout makes the catch. No advance. Go away. Elliott fouling out to Aspermani in front of the Mets dugout along the third baseline. So now the Mets are down to their last out of the ball game. In the National Football League at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, at the end of three quarters of play, the Dallas Cowboys 45, the New York Giants 7. in and waiting. Pitches high for a ball. Rainpool at third and Cleon Jones at second base. Claude Raymond is up and throwing again in the Houston bullpen. The 1-0 pitch. And a little number down towards third. It's taken there by Aspermani. Thrown on the run. And the ball game is over. A swinging roller. Top down towards third. Off the bat of Jerry Grody. Taken by Aspermani. And thrown out of Chuck Harrison. And now the scoreboard explodes. All over the Astrodome. As this ball game is over. And the Astros have their 66th win of the season. Tying their previous high in victories for a year. In the top half of the ninth inning for the Mets. No runs. One hit. One error. Two left. We'll be back in a moment with the final summary and totals. Right now, the final score of the game is the Astros 9, the Mets 2. This is WGY News.
This is the sound that means news, up to the minute, concise and complete. From the facilities of NBC, Associated Press, United Press International, the United States Weather Bureau, a staff of stringers throughout a 26-county area, and a newsroom staff of experienced news people, WGY keeps you informed of the latest happenings. More than 20 times a day in regularly scheduled newscasts, from 6 in the morning to midnight, WGY brings you the latest news from around the world, around the area, and across the street. And when something newsworthy happens, you get it in bulletin form when it happens. All this, plus specialized programs on farm news, sport, weather, and business, make WGY's news department your best information center for what's going on in the world today. At the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, in the first game of a doubleheader, the Houston Astros have defeated the Mets by a score of 9-2. to To tell you something of how they did it, here's Ralph Kiner. Well, the Mets started a young rookie pitcher, Nolan Ryan, in the ball game. Nolan struck out the side in the first inning, worked a total of 26 minutes on the mound, and gave up four runs and four hits. Actually, he was not helped at all by a misjudged fly ball in left field that went for a double. Nolan was taken out, but the damage had been done, and the Astros went on to win the ball game by a score of 9-2. Bill Heath was a three-for-five man in the ball game with three hits and five times up. Bob Astromani had two-for-four as the Astros picked up a total of 13 hits off the combined pitching of Nolan Ryan, Jack Hamilton, Rob Gardner, Darrell Sutherland, and Bill Hepler. Losing pitcher was Ryan, his record now 0-1 in his very first Major League start. The winning pitcher was Bob Bruce, his record now 3-13 as he pitched his first complete game of the year. And during the ball game, he struck out a total of 10 batters, which was his season's high. For the Mets, Ken Boyer had his 10-game hitting streak stopped by Bob Bruce as Ken went off for 4 in the ball game. Eddie Cranepool got two hits and three times up to continue his strong hitting. He came into Houston after finishing the game in San Francisco, getting four for five. So the Houston Astros won the first game of this doubleheader. In doubleheaders, the Mets have won five. They have lost four, and they have split 11, and they have their second game coming up, as it will be Chuck McGraw pitching for the Mets against Dave Jesse. Mets had their seven-game streak against the Astros stopped by the loss. And a win for the Astros tied the most wins ever by the Astros in any one season as they picked up their 66th victory. They have lost 85. Against the Mets now, they have won their fourth game of 12 plays. And here in Houston, they have won their third game of six plays. The Lions score in the ballgame. The Astros, nine runs, 13 hits, one error, 11 men left on. The Mets, two runs, five hits, one error. They left six men on base. 